0: It's Black and Abdallah, Tyler Aki, filling in for Adam today as we fill in for Greeny here on ESPN 1000. Usually you listen to the show six day weeknights. So we uh, fill in for Greeny today. Excuse me. Uh, Yeah. And Sometimes a little coffee gets in there. Uh, So we're talking bears with you at 312-332-3776. And also we were discussing the holiday cards that were sent into the station in the couple of weeks that we were off. Uh, for Christmas and for the New Year, and a lot of us were getting back to the office uh, yesterday. Marilyn sent in a very nice card. I wonder if she sent one to Carmen and Yurko as well. They're featured on the card. Uh, so are uh, Black and Abdallah with Maryland, and also the Twitch chat featured. On the uh, card as well. Uh, we'll we'll ask them in an hour when we cross talk with yeah. Carmen and Yurko. Perfect, right here on ESPN One Thousand. But we're not the only ones who received some mail to the station. Shea Norling producing the show today. Shea, you received some mail as well as you returned to work this uh, week.
1: This show, Cap and J Hood received a little bit of mail. Oh, um, so not not personally to you. It
0: was to the Cap and J Hood show. Yeah. So you're the I'm shield not, that has to open it.
1: I'm not nearly as important.
0: Yes. So this is what happened this well, morning. I know how this goes. Let, yeah. let me. Uh, clarify something are we stealing a cap and j hood bit i do not want to do this that this does seem like it's flowing downstream oh wow okay all right so you're gonna get in trouble for doing this no i'll be fine you're
1: gonna have a meeting hoodie wanted me to do it during crosstalk but we didn't get to do that i'm okay. gonna forget to bring it up tomorrow we've okay. got some things planned so all right we'll so you, you can here.
0: start it here and then if need be you Correct. could you could bring it Carry to the boarding. Yeah. we'll we'll push it forward i Correct. like it okay
1: go ahead uh, no so the they came in and they had this letter because Cap finally went up and looked at the office this morning. And there was a letter on the desk. So he brought it down and gave it to Hoodie. Hoodie gave it to me. said I had to open it. Okay. Uh, which seemed to me like there may have been hand <laughs> didn't pass or it something down to, in it. You didn't pass it down to
0: Jake? You didn't let
2: the young? <laughs> I should have kept it
0: going, yeah. We'll to There's some weird powder coming out of this letter. Let me, uh, take a, take an, it a whiff. Yeah. Well, I'm
1: always worried. It's addressed to Cap. So, you know, you've got to be careful. Uh, it's Katu, Cap, and J J A Y Hood, from Tony F. All it says is it's from Tony F. Okay. It's a picture of the Chicago skyline on the front of the card, and then you open it. Okay. There's no writing inside the card. It just says, best wishes for a joyous holiday season from your friends at 93XRT and The Score. Oh, oh no.
0: Trojan horse. Oh, wow. So the, the oh. arrival station is sending a little card over to Cap and Jay. Mm. Now, so do you guys know who that is? Tony F?
1: Do you know who that is? For the life of me, I can't, I've been racking my brain. I can't figure out Have who Have you Tony done a F little is. directory search? I'm going to.
0: Now, Jonathan used to work there. Does he know a Tony F? Does he know who that is?
1: I, uh, I can't repeat what he said to me on his way out, but he said essentially he had no idea.
0: Oh, okay. So it, it was not. Yeah, that guy's. You know, we go way back. Glad he sent a, a letter. This is good. Look at that guy, Nick Firdell, just walking by the studio. He looks lost. He looks like he's trying to break in. Sir, uh, Kyrie is not here. You're in the wrong spot for Kyrie Irving. He is not here. He, he's knocking on the window, trying to get in. He's breaking yeah, he in have now. A door card. Our cards I, don't even work. How is, else is he supposed to get in here? Why is he licking the window? <laughs> uh, all right. So so Tony F. You don't know who Tony F. is. Uh, did Cap know who Tony F is? No,
1: he had no idea. Nobody knows who Tony F
0: is. All right, so so you have someone from the other place sending over a letter, a note, a holiday card, the Cap and Jay Hood, um, but not knowing that Jonathan's name is Jonathan and thinking his name is Jay. jay hood yeah. This person works in the business? And they don't know that Jonathan Hood's name is Jonathan? Might be hard to read looking up yeah. at him. Oh, well, I mean, it's... It figures. Sounds like your old place, right, Shay? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does sound about right. <laughs> a little mystery mail. <laughs> Gonna send a nice card here. What's the name of that show? Ah, who cares? Cap. The Cap Show. Happy Holidays. At least it didn't say and company.
1: In company, yeah. <laughs> that would have been even better. Yeah, so that, w- that would not be good. That, yeah. Once I saw... From your friends at 93 XRT and the Score, I got genuinely worried for my health. I don't know what I opened in the studio now.
0: Well, I don't. I don't think uh, they would do that. It's an attack. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's a, a shot across the bow, though, to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. So I do think, we need to send a retaliation uh, shot? Well, I mean, I uh, think you guys just providing great content each and every day is enough to get that done. Yeah, let's be real.
1: Hi, <laughs> I, I tend to agree with Chris. We'll do our best. I don't work in the mornings, but I listen. Um, I listen
0: to the stations. We we know what's going on. So
1: none of the other shows got this card, huh? No, we did nah, not. We didn't
0: get one. Well, listen, they don't even know we're doing a night show over here. So so Black and Abdal, we operate on our own. They they have no idea that that's what we're doing. But uh, okay, so so they're sending a card to Cap and Jay Hood, and they're asking. Uh, they're wishing well to cap and jay, jay jay not jonathan jay with an a y yep. you work in the business you don't even know his first name it's our new morning show cap and J hood uh maryland has called in uh she she sent a card to uh black and Abdallah with pictures of carmen yurko black and Abdallah, and i was asking the question did she send this card out to friends and family because it looks like the type of christmas card you would send to your friends and family hello
3: maryland Hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year! Hey, Tyler. Happy New Year. No, Happy I, Happy New I, Year. I only sent it to you. I only printed ten of them. Well, that's
0: nice. A special edition.
3: It's a special edition. I was. I usually always sent a little gift, and I was like, you know, i would to get late in this thing, so I better get going over to Walgreens, and they were very helpful. They actually really helped me out a lot. That's
0: great. You and know. so you sent one to Abdallah, one to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you send one to to Carmen and Yurko? Of
3: course. Okay, I'll I'll make sure
0: Yurko got his, okay?
3: You know what I was laughing about? That was Randy thanked me when I called in uh, last week or two weeks ago. And um, he said, that was really nice. I said, yeah. I said, said, know, You know that one in the corner with Yurko's eyes are closed?
0: Yes, Yurko's no. eyes in the picture, mm-hmm. his eyes are closed.
3: They are closed. He's, he's holding well, a beverage. He's mid-laugh,
2: mid and he, yeah. his eyes are closed. I don't they're closed. They may be in the back of his head. Yeah.
3: I, I don't know. I don't know, but he was very uh, kind. He liked the way I looked that day, the complimented me. Wow, he did. Yes. Now, well, Marilyn,
0: you're going to get Tyler and I in trouble.
3: I did look pretty good. He's
0: not going to be happy with us.
3: <laughs> it's all right. He's probably not happy with me either.
0: All right, Maryland. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for the card. Happy happy, holidays.
3: Happy happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year. That's funny. That's not really what I wanted to say, but that's okay. It came out that way.
0: 10 4. Thank you, Maryland. Well, Tyler,
2: there you have it. That's the show. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the show.
0: There's a show. All right. Well, there's that. That was very nice. Very sweet it's a card nice card. It finished. is a nice card. I'm sure a lot of people are getting back to work and they're like, oh, what's this? They open it and they're like, oh, a nice card from someone. Yeah, It's beautiful. Do you send out holiday cards? You no, and your roommates? I
2: don't. Oh, we, we've actually <laughs> we've thought about it. Um, it's
0: been discussed. It's probably going to happen next year. Um, did you and Abdal ever send one out? No, but we we always joked about the like. Let's go to JC Penney's <laughs> and take like couple photos. Yeah, do like little Step Brothers or like holding each other like it's prom. Yeah, and then send those out to people. But you know we're lazy. Yeah, you can only ask so much
2: of us. Yeah, th- that's one of those things where I'm. I think every single roommate situation. Yeah. that gets brought up in the think tank. And but then, it never it never makes it through no one through executes. the printing press yep.
0: no no one says yeah you're right uh tomorrow at 10 30 we are going to the JCPenney's yep. and we have it booked and we're going to take some photos wear a nice sweater <laughs> and we're gonna we're no smiling just look <laughs> ahead at the the camera deadpan and we're going to send this out to people we know mm-hmm. yeah no we, we never did we probably should have we just have not I did get a nice one from Eric Ostrowski. oh it's funny nice. I
2: so this is another thing that only happens in guys' roommates' apartments. Yeah. Uh, you put it up on the fridge, and it stays up there until the next one comes
0: a year from then. I like that. I, I think that's definitely something that uh, happened back in the day. And Eric, Eric sent us one. I know he sent us one last year. I don't know if I've seen one throughout all the different cars. He didn't make the list well, this year. because we don't... Um, oh, you moved, too. Our, our fridge doesn't have... The ability to put magnets on it, okay, because it's like the cabinetry yeah, yeah, yeah. is built around it. Mm-hmm. So all of our cards, unfortunately, just go into a pile. Uh, so there's like a little mm-hmm. spot where all the cards just go. So they mm-hmm. can they can arrive, and you may not look at it mm-hmm. initially until you go to sit down and look through them, and and that's. I'm fearing that that is a possibility of this situation. So you
2: think it's just in the pile, and you haven't yeah, because, sifted through the
0: pile? Because you're right. Because if you can post the pictures, you yeah. have them on the on the fridge. They're up there. You see it. You know it. But if you if you can't put something on the fridge, then where does it go? Like you don't yeah. buy frames for no, the for the no. holiday cards that people yeah.
2: send you. Right? Um, growing up, we used to put them on the the side of the fridge. Sure, the side of the fridge where it was like it was made of wood, but you could put like a little tack. Yeah. Down and, yeah, yeah. and like a little sticky tack and like it you just line them all up that Slap way.
0: Slap it up there.
2: Yep. hmm But all right. Yeah, not the fridge. All
0: right. and Abdallah here on ESPN one thousand. We're in for Greeny. Tyler Aki filling in for Adam today. Uh Nick Ferdell was walking by the studio. He was licking the glass. I don't know. He's looking for Kyrie. Wherever Kyrie goes, he follows. He's there on the scene. Uh the Bulls host the Nets tonight. And it's a big game for the Chicago Bulls as they continue to try and fight their way into the play-in situation in the Eastern Conference. If you haven't looked recently, uh, the two spots in the play-in, the last two spots, 9 and 10 in the East, both teams are like three games under five hundred. So really uh, amped that the NBA has added this play-in situation where teams under five hundred are battling to get into the play-in games. Big game tonight after the Bulls give up 71 points to Donovan Mitchell the other night. And uh, the Cavs beat the Bulls in overtime. You want to talk about pathetic
2: defensive efforts? Like, which was worse, the Bears on Sunday or the Bulls? Was it was that uh, Monday?
0: Yeah, I believe that was Uh, Monday. Yeah, it. I think it's the Bears because the Bears, I think, Mm -hmm. gave up. I don't think Zach Levine gave up, but the moment Alex Caruso fouled out of the game, Zach was lost. Yeah, and we we've debated the merits of Zach Levine as a player and compared him to others in the league. But when Donovan Mitchell is torching you and all you do is backpedal, you have no ability to play any defense whatsoever at the end of the fourth quarter in overtime. Uh, that that was embarrassing. And he's the one who told us last offseason that he was going to play defense. Yeah, I don't know if people forgot about that, but he's the one that said that. It wasn't us saying Zach, said, Zach should play defense. He's the one in training camp that said, I'm going to play defense. I'm going to be a better defender. We're still looking for that from the max player who uh, continuously uh, looks lost out there as a defender. Donovan Mitchell was just messing around in that
2: overtime period. Yeah, Once he got that thing to overtime, he knew he was winning the game, and he was just going to mess around in overtime, and he messed around and got to to 71 points. And you bring up the defense, too, with Levine. Remember during, it wasn't the, maybe it was the Olympics, or maybe like the Olympic qualifiers, Mm -hmm. Pop went to Zach to play defense. And Zach actually showed a little something. So to me, it sounds like an
0: effort issue at this point. Well, and, and I think that kind of points to his overall game. There, there is an element at a certain level. You can have all the talent in the world, but you also have to want it. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's something we've pointed out for a long time with this player that he absolutely is talented. It's whether or not he wants it to the caliber that others At the top level of the league want it and I don't think that that's up for debate anymore he clearly doesn't give the max effort that you need from a player to be your number one and to lead you to winning games he just doesn't have that whatever it is if it's the dog in him if it's the ability uh, in crunch time to be efficient or to take over or whatever he just his personality does not fit what it is it's like too nonchalant it's Easy going. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't have what others have. And there's even like guys with lesser talent who have it that Mm -hmm. make up for it. Like Darren Fox is a guy at the end of the game who goes and gets it. Yeah. We saw that last Last night night, against Utah. He Mm -hmm. he won at the end. It's I I just feel like more as more time progresses, he continues to show us why he's not a, a top level star in the league. He's got the talent, he just isn't that guy. And to have the amount of athleticism that he has, like being
2: given the gift of athleticism to the degree that Zach has, that should only help you defensively because, okay, maybe you're a bit slow here, but you've got that makeup speed or you've got that makeup burst to you yeah. that a lot of other players don't have. That's why there's no excuses for him on the defensive end.
0: Yeah, it really is. And the Bulls uh, face the Nets tonight at the UC at 7 o'clock. Black and Aki, we're in for Greeny.
4: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: Filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Now, before Danny Zerman kills Tyler and myself, Chris Black, we're not going to go over the top Bulls conversation. We just talked Bulls for 10 minutes, but Nick Ferdel was just walking by the studio. He some laundry done. and We just wanted an old friend to stop by and say hello. Nick's covering the Nets now for ESPN. Bulls and Nets play at the United Center tonight. Nick, what's going on? Guys... Well, thanks I for your time, you. Nick. We'll, we'll talk to you later, and my man. Are, are, are you channeling your inner Abdallah here? No, no. Uh, what, what's going on? So how, how's it covering the Nets? Things have uh, quieted down. They continue to win, but it seems like the drama off the court is kind of settled.
5: And that's why I think in large part that they have done what they've done. They've been awesome the last few weeks. Uh, to see the change from where it was at the beginning of November with The losing and the Kyrie stuff going on off the floor to now whoever they're playing, they're just dominating. is is crazy. And in all the years with all the drama here after Derek got hurt and and Tibbs and Gar and Pax and the the breakup of that team and then going to Golden State and seeing the last year of KD with the Warriors – I didn't think anything could top all of that stuff. Well, this guy has run circles around it <laughs> because I have never seen anything like the last couple months with this team. But they've been absolutely great these last few weeks. And whoever is in front of them, they're just rolling by because Kevin's playing like the MVP. Kyrie has been awesome and hasn't played any kind of distraction off the floor. And Jacques Vaughn, after he took over Steve Nash, is just pressing the right buttons and this team is responding well right now and they really seem to genuinely like playing with one another which wasn't always obvious early in the year. On
0: a day-to-day basis, what's different about this team under Vaughn
5: instead of uh Steve Nash? They never practice. They never shoot around. I've never I've been doing this now about 15 years covering the league. I have never seen a team that just stopped having any kind of <laughs> team get-togethers before the game. If they're home in Brooklyn, they may have a little walkthrough sure. before the game starts at 7.30. But Vaughn's whole thing to all these guys is we are going to play as hard as we can and focus as much as we can when we are together. After that, if you guys need to get some extra shots up on the off days, if you want to run over some film, all well and good. But he wants them to focus on what's going on in front of them in the moment. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of Joe Madden. I was going
2: to say, it sounds Joe Madden-ish. Uh,
5: it, it's, it's a lot like that because Madden, especially during those, with the beer leaks off all week's, you just show up. Sure. And you play.
0: Yeah, gimmicks. Have, have some yeah. fun. But take your – when you enter the, the field of play, take it seriously. But off the field or, like, your prep, like, take your mind off of worrying about the outcome at the end. It, it makes a lot of sense. Now, I think it was, what, two weeks ago you were on the station with Waddle and Sylvie uh, talking about the state of the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Or was it longer than that? I feel like it wasn't too too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the Bulls actually, after you were on, they won a couple of games, but now they've receded back to what they kind of have been. So, like long term, when you look at this team, like clearly we all have seen the writing on the wall. Tonight's a tough test against the Nets. I would imagine Brooklyn will win. And the Bulls have played well at times against some of the top competition in the Eastern Conference. They just don't have enough, though, to compete with those teams at the highest level.
5: And as far as tonight goes, Chris, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the Nets have been rolling, but when they get in one of these games against a team that just loves to get up and down, you never know. But that's tonight. The long-term future of the Bulls right now just doesn't look good. And that's why I, I know I've been telling you guys for a while, I am shocked at how little the fan base has turned on Karnasovas and Eversley to this point. I'm shocked. That Vucevic deal was awful. And a lot of people in the moment were like, eh, I don't know. They built a team that ceiling was getting out of the first round. They signed Lonzo Ball, who had knee problems, and guess what? He's, he's got more knee problems. Right. Uh, the amount of draft picks that they have given up Somebody reminded me the other day, that DeRozan deal, that's like the 2025 first-round pick. They, there's not a lot of ways for them to get better. They went all in on this team. They went all in on Zach Levine. I, I can't express anymore how I felt in the beginning, how I felt as it was happening when I was yelling that anybody would listen that they should move him two years ago. And now I feel now on a, a max deal that... No deal can ever not be moved in this league, but it's just going to be tougher because he also has knee problems. So they went all in on a team that was never going to be good enough, even if everybody was healthy. Now they're not. They're struggling. And the saddest part for so many Bulls fans out there, I don't see a lot of ways, guys, for them to get better right now, especially given that they still owe the magic that... Pick coming up here in this next draft, and that's looking better by the day. If you're Orlando, and they still owe uh, San Antonio that pick on that deal, so it is—it's really, really bad. And I'm shocked, frankly, how little uh, people have gone after the new front office to this point.
2: I think it's starting to turn that way slightly. Um, but if you're if you're the Bulls right now, and it, if you do maybe. T- bottom this thing out, trade DeRozan, get what you can for some other pieces too. Like, Is it worth the 48% chance that you could get a top four pick uh, to and, and take that risk to, to just completely flatline this operation for this season?
5: Tyler, I would. Where are you going this year? I mean, pop Lonzo Ball back on this team right now. And this was my point all along from a year and a half ago. Say that he starts running. I mean, that, that. I mean, the whole thing is sad. He he really clearly hasn't been able to do much uh, for a long time. But put him on this team right now, and Levine stays out there, and DeRozan has been very very good. Where are you going? Hold on, Nick. We have uh, breaking news. This is
0: breaking
6: news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000.
0: We go live to the man on the scene, the better half of Blood and Abdallah,
7: Adam Abdallah on the phone. Gentlemen, how's oh, yes. it going? Uh, Nick's here, by the uh, way, Abdallah. I've heard Nick. Hi, Nick. Oh. Hi, buddy. 10.14 uh, a.m., Layla Abdallah was brought into this world. Uh, six pounds i 'm getting emotional uh, six pounds, no ounces, just six pounds even uh mom and baby are doing fine everybody 's healthy and uh yeah uh, i 'm a dad Chris is an uncle Hell Nick's yeah. an uncle if you ever if you ever comes back into town uh <laughs> Tyler was with us because our uh, our registered nurse was named Tyler, so she did a great job and oh. uh, helping so congrats Tyler as well uh, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's healthy and, uh, now we can start playing, uh, the, little, the circle of life. Congrats. Oh, congrats Congratulations, congrats, Abdallah. That <laughs> is awesome. That's Thank awesome. That's awesome. All right. Name Thank again. You. The name Thank again. You. Layla Abdallah. Uh, Layla Rylan Abdallah. Yes.
0: Congratulations.
7: And Whitney's all good. Thank she didn't you. kill you during the process. No, 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 no. Everything went well. The labor was smooth. It was actually pretty short, uh, considering the induction and, uh, yeah, nobody was, uh, harmed. Nobody was harmed and everything uh, everything went well. Did you say ten fourteen, a.m. Yeah, ten fourteen
2: a.m. Oh, because listen, Cap guys, said I, he had to be out at ten ten. No. Cap well, listen, I'm, just,
7: yeah. I'm I'm telling you guys this. Like, I did the math on Twitter because I was I looked at Twitter while they were you know cleaning everything off because I figured Cap would be talking crap. Dude was literally asking for his money while my baby was being born. <laughs> Like, dude was literally asking perfect. for his money. <laughs> asking for his money while my six pounds, no ounces baby girl was being brought into this earth. And this dude is asking for his money, even though I said I would pay him when I saw him.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And, and he, <laughs> he told us he had to weasel out of here by 10 yeah. 10. Yeah, he's like,
7: I, I have stuff to do. I well get yeah, he's probably here. he's probably in the lobby waiting for his money.
0: Well I I actually suggested that he just goes over there and pokes his head in. Collects himself, <laughs> take matters into his own hand. Uh, and y- yeah. I know there he was uh,
7: up and shows up <laughs> uh, be- behind
0: the scenes here at the uh, station. We were uh, concerned about your well-being in this situation. We know that that Whitney's the star here. Uh, How did you make it through? Are you okay? Did you? Uh, oh, do make like in camp,
7: man. I was. I, listen, I I took a peek south of the border. I was money. Like there was really, no wow. Flag, I, thought, was yeah. no, I thought that
5: was a big no-no. Was, I thought you're not no supposed no to do no. That. Listen, Wait, I mean, you, you weren't you're right going there. to right?
7: Yeah, that that, that, that seems huh? like you changed your plan. Yeah. yeah stream there i did no listen it listen it's a it's a game time decision you know, you're going with the plan but then someone punches you in the mouth and you got to change that plan like that's how it happened what the hell punched you in the mouth <laughs> Well, I mean listen, I mean a little a little a hand baby. came out and punched me in the face. Yeah. I mean listen, you can you can run the script, you can run the first fifteen, but then it all goes out the window. Like you just start looking a certain at certain point and you're like, Oh my god. Those
2: fifteen plays run out quick on you. Abdallah's out there like Justin well, it's, Fields, it's, just running dude, around for his life.
7: They ran out real quick. This labor was only like twenty minutes. Like, real fast. Like they induced and she was like, Get in here, call a doctor.
0: Congratulations, my friend. Tell Whitney the guys. same. Sorry.
7: I will. Sorry for making you guys late. Nick, I love you. Come soon. and love you too, and See your niece and uh, all that good stuff. I'll send you guys pictures. Shout out. Congrats, Layla
5: buddy. Abdallah. All right. Layla Abdallah. Congrats. I like it. That's a good name. We'll talk to you
7: later, buddy. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys.
4: Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah <gasps> on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app.
6: Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is. Ho. Ho. It's Black and Abdallah. Tyler
0: going in for Abdallah. Nick Ferdell is here with us. We're talking Bulls and Nets tonight. And just briefly to finish up the conversation we are having about the game tonight, or maybe the the Bulls in a, a larger picture, uh, Nick. As uh, we had some great breaking news, the Abdallahs had their baby at ten fourteen a.m. Layla Abdallah, Layla Ryland Abdallah is here ten fourteen. So congrats to the Abdallahs. Uh, but we we're talking uh, Bulls basketball because uh, it, it's like a it, it's a much larger conversation because really the options are blow it up. Or try and win with what they have now. But it seems like what they have now is just not capable of getting to where they need to be.
5: That's the hardest part of the way the team was built. I mean, guys, we go into the office right now and start breaking out. All right, what would you get in return for DeMar? I mean, he he's just been awesome. That contract isn't too, too bad. Okay, well, what are you going to get for Zach Levine? Like, if they just tore it all down, what are you getting back aside from the draft picks that are long gone already? That makes you think, oh, well, everything will just turn around. I. It's why, from a distance, I I just I couldn't believe the way the team was coming together to begin with, when they made the Vucevic deal and when they maxed out Levine. I'm thinking this is, this is the team. Like, this was what. For all the Bulls fans, that always screamed and yelled about Garm packs and there was a lot uh, to be frustrated with through the years. And and that one is on Mike Reinsdorf because uh, Mike heard all the criticism but allowed it to go on for years and years and years. But for all of the criticism of Garm Pax, I will always defend him on this. They never wanted to just build a team that was going to get into the playoffs or that was going to get into the playoffs – and win around. They wanted to build a championship team, and uh, we we could go on and on about the decisions that they made and they didn't make. And Derek's injury, save that for another time. The point is, this is the flip side. When when and Eversley came in, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" Sylvia would come on there. They're making moves. They're aggressive. They're they're making things happen. Well, this this is what happens when you make the moves, and they're the wrong moves.
0: Here you are. To be fair, and not to necessarily defend Sylvie, but I thought the Vooch move was a good move in the moment, and obviously in hindsight, it has not worked out, and seems like it'll be a problem going forward. But I, I think the thing that I would point out is, uh, who would have expected Vooch to uh, go backwards as a player like that? That's the thing. Is like I expected him to be at the level that they traded him for, and he hasn't played to that level, which. In result, has hurt the overall
6: team. I didn't expect this them to be. Is breaking Oh no, news. here we go. What else? Watch Chicago's oh. home for sports. ESPN One Thousand. Who's
2: this got it? From Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields has been ruled out for this weekend with a hip strain. Nathan Peterman will start, so no Justin Fields for Week 18 for the Bears. Eberflus also says it is not a long-term injury for Fields.
0: Okay.
5: You're not amused?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, is, okay. You're not I mean, is there, is there like... any
5: reason to watch the Bears game now? No, absolutely <laughs> I not. I mean, he was the only reason that you're tuning in to see, okay, what kind of crazy plays he' going to make and just make sure he doesn't get hurt. And now,
0: woof. Wait, Does this pass the sniff test? Is it, is, it, is this really an injury or is this a, uh, well, yeah, let's, let's just go with the injury here because we don't want to deal with people saying that we just benched him for the final take game time, because babies. we want to and take him where, where did the hip come from well, that's my like, that's my point yeah, I mean yeah. obvi- he did he was getting stretched out a little yeah. Hip flexor stretched on the sideline against we've the seen lines. That every week this year uh, I that's what I'm saying does this pass the the sniff mm-hmm. test that he actually is injured to the point where he can't play this weekend I think if this was a different scenario he would be maybe not practicing today and then trying to play when we get to the weekend. There you go. There's the end of the season for Justin Fields. He's out Mm -hmm. against the Vikings. That's the news. Matt Eberflus just told reporters at Howlis Hall Justin Fields will not play against the Vikings in week 18 of the NFL season. The finale for the Bears against the Vikings, it's been a terrible season, and now there's really no reason to watch on Sunday for your Bears football team.
2: Right. You look at, I mean, the only reason you've watched really the last, what, seven, eight weeks has been because of Justin Fields. And now that he's not a part of it and, and the game means nothing for the Bears, like it does look like th- this team is, is resting its guys, just making sure nothing severe happens and get, get this thing ready for next year.
5: The Tank! All right, We've Nick. seen the tank before. <laughs> yeah. We know what it looks like, baby. The Bulls a few years ago, the Cubs last year, <laughs> a few years before that. This this is a tank time. Nick, you know how it works in this business,
0: <laughs> in this city. We talk Bears. Thank you for stopping by. That's right. Thank you for talking for a couple guys. of minutes about the the Bulls and the Nets, but we have to dissect. We no now doubt. have it. Justin Fields, his second season in the NFL uh, is in the books. And we need to get your reaction at 312-332-3776. Thank you, Nick. I'll talk to you later, right? Later, Nicky. All right, congrats to you, Abdallah. Yes. Uh, So, Bears fans, there you go. Justin Fields is out this week against the Vikings. Year two in the NFL is over for Justin Fields. How do you grade him? What's your reaction? Did he improve enough for you to look at this situation and say, the Bears absolutely have their quarterback for the future? Has he done enough in your book? I think some people are probably looking for him to pass a little bit better, to to gain more yardage, to be more successful through the air. His legs were outstanding this season. He ran the football very well. You cannot discredit him for that. You know, maybe you could say other quarterbacks would hang in the pocket a little bit longer to find an open receiver down the football field. And you can maybe knock the quarterback for just taking off and running. I actually look at it the other way where I think that his decision to run not only was a benefit to the offense, but also it's because of the lack of wide receivers around him. He doesn't have the guys who are capable of getting open when he stands and hangs out into the pocket. So when we look at it, Justin Fields, year two, your reaction to Fields to this point, year two, it's in the books now. I think you look at what he did, the step that he took in terms of making
2: sure the ball got into the end zone, right? significant step year to year especially for what he showed last year to what is happening this year he made bears football especially on the offensive side worth watching this year without him there's nothing to watch with this team and sure do you want him to pass more yes obviously like you're the quarterback of an nfl team you your job is to get the ball down the field and the quickest and most effective way to do that is by passing the football but at the same time What was around him that helped him? There certainly wasn't a whole heck of a lot. And I think for anyone who wants to say to to punt on on the experiment that is Justin Fields is just wildly out of line because you look at the steps that have been made. He's getting the ball in the end zone, and you just haven't seen that out of Bears quarterback play for, what, almost a decade now? So... Yes, this has been a
0: step in the right direction. Is there more improvement to be had? Absolutely. Justin Fields in year two, he plays 15 games for the Bears. Last year, he only played 12 in his rookie season. His completion percentage from his rookie year was at 58.9. This year, it finishes at 60.4. He throws for about 2,200 yards, which is extremely low by current NFL standards Uh, touchdowns. He had 17 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. He was sacked 55 times this year. Last year, he was sacked 36 times. His quarterback rating jumped from 73% in his rookie year to 85% here in his second season. So fields plays 15 games, Matt Eberflus just told the media that Justin Fields will not play against the Vikings. His season is over. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. Justin Fields, his season is over. We'll talk about it next.
4: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.
6: It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN One Thousand.
0: It's Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny, and Tyler's filling in for Abdallah. The Abdallas have fantastic news from earlier. Ten fourteen is the announcement for the Abdallahs as they welcome in their baby girl, Layla Ryland Abdallah. Ten fourteen. By the way, I, we didn't have time to talk to Abdallah about this. Uh, I don't know if he knows this. I think it's like fourteen or sixteen years ago today. Uh, Nick Saban was announced as Alabama's head coach. Oh boy, seriously, <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> That on January 4th is when Nick Saban became Alabama head coach, and they have their baby girl on that same day. Wow, wow man. Magic.
2: She's going to be wearing a, a, ro-
0: a roll tide onesie in a matter of months. Uh, thank you to Shane Orling and to Jake Cantu producing today's show. Tyler and Black filling in for Greeny today. We have breaking news in regards of the Chicago Bears. We go to Matt Eberflus up at Hallis Hall.
6: Justin Fields. All right, so Justin Fields uh, came in on Monday uh, morning um, with a sore hip, and he... You know, which many times happens to players, you know, they come in with a soreness that they didn't anticipate to be like that. And uh, so we, we sent him to get an MRI uh, on his hip, and he uh, that he had a strain in his hip. Um, so uh, he's not going to be at full speed this week, and the medical staff has ruled him out uh, for this week. Um, this is not a long-term injury, um, so just so we know that. Um, Nathan Peterman will be the starting quarterback.
0: So there you go. Matt Eberflus just moments ago up at Hallis Hall in Lake Forest. Nathan Peterman is currently speaking to the media right now. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. Justin Fields, his season is over. What's your review on his season? Did you see enough improvement to know that this is the guy long-term for the Chicago Bears? Do you want to see more? What do you think of Fields in year two for the Chicago Bears? Tom and Bolo, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom?
6: Yeah, uh, i have been listening to the show all day. I'm in a truck, so I hear all the different shows on your station. Sure. And and they're going from we need to get weapons for Justin Field to we need to draft either this guy from Alabama, the tackle or the the, the outside guy. And then they're saying we. I just I'm wondering, and then I hear them saying they're going to turn it. They could turn it around until we're three years. There is no offensive line. There's no defensive line. There's maybe one linebacker. You have no wide receivers. Name me one team that ever had. A, a, I don't care who the quarterback is. That turned around a, a season in three years like that. Sometimes I, I guys, I wonder if you guys need to be drug tested. And then they're talking about changing the coaching staff.
4: Well, Why who's, don't we,
0: who's there? I mean, Are you talking about us?
6: Well, I was on the one station. I don't know if it was you other guys before you. Were, they were talking about paying to bring in the guy from New Orleans that left. Uh, so that,
0: Cap and Jay Hood were he, talking about that. I mean, you don't yeah. think that Sean Payton's I mean, not me, a better coach than Matt Eberflus? That,
6: I Eberflus doesn't bother me. He's way better than, than them idiots that they had in. Because I've watched during the year, you, you their guys are picking out one game, but a lot of these guys seem to be for, for being nothing, they're out there trying, and they're trying to do something. The thing is, there is no talent. And I think everything's got to be on the board. I think our quarterback, he's available if the right draft spots or the right people are there. Uh, if we got to get the first or second pick, if we could trade that. And I don't talk about going back and going down and picking up two second rounders. We need studs on the field. So the game's won not with a quarterback and not with just a coach. It's won in the trenches. Even when Jim – I look back at the 85 Bears when they drafted all of linemen. Oh, yeah. Tell and me about that. And even when Butch's name got picked uh, – well, they the one year I think they had two linemen they drafted. And uh, when they drafted McMahon, they were like, oh, well, they after that they went for Wooly Golf And Dick is like, well, I want to spread the field. We need to go downfield. Yeah. And even McMahon said the first words out of his mouth were, I don't care how fast the guy is. If I don't have time to throw the ball, what good is he?
5: Yeah, Willie Golf, I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah.
6: So it's like, you know, it, it, to me, I just I don't see it happening. I think they got to get an offensive line. I think they got to get a defensive line. And then if you stink because you can't score, then you grab your quarterback. Or you've got to have some kind of a semblance. You don't put the horse before the cart. Here you took a horse that you think you got as the quarterback, and you put the cart in front of them, and it's loaded with junk. And he can't push it.
0: Sure. I mean, it's, Tom. What about a horse that you lead to water?
6: Well, I'm just saying, if if the choice isn't there, if the, if if they end up with the fourth pick and somehow win this game with the backup and and something there, I I'm looking at you. Either got to go for a defensive tackle, which we haven't had since Tommy Harris. And then, if not, I would look at it maybe moving back down from four a little bit. And I would look at trying to get the tight end from Notre Dame and run some two tight end sets because your tight ends can improve your offensive line too. They could do chip blocks. They can get off here and there. They can get in the middle of the field. Between those two guys, I think they can open it up and they can help the running game. But uh, right now, without a line, without receivers, I think everything that's talked about is a waste of time. And I don't, I don't think this guy's going to go anywhere here. Whether he's good or not, he doesn't have the tools. And it's not his fault. Thank you, Tom. All right.
0: Those are fun. Those are fun. He's not a fan of quarterbacks and head coaches in today's NFL, but wants to run two tight end sets. It seems like he wants to play football, but no quarterbacks. That'd no, be nice. Don't use a quarterback. That'd be a fun
2: game. Maybe don't, you don't yeah. need a receiver. You don't need corners
0: either. You just don't He's play. Big fan of the T yeah. formation. Yeah. just Big fan of the T formation. He saw that in the Penn State-Utah game. Did mm-hmm. you see that? They mm-hmm. ran that at the goal line. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of that. Yeah. He loved that. In fact, he kept rewinding that. He heard he heard Herbie say T formation. And he just kept rewinding and found out that Cole Komet
2: was a Rewind. pitcher in college Rewind. and can throw, and therefore two tight end set.
0: Hi, Mo. <laughs> hey, guys. We What's gotta up, go, Mo? Mo. You gotta be quick.
6: We have I Carmen am, and
0: Yurko um, coming up for Crosstalk.
6: Yes, sir. So, um, lucky Abdullah show, awesome show, of course, Tyler. You're great. Um, congratulations to um, Adam, Layla, and Whitney. And then, of course, congratulations to Hoodie for the sports uh, caster of the Year. Oh, nice. Oh. That's all I got to say. So I love you guys, and you guys keep doing a good job. Thank you, Mo. Thank
7: you, Mo. We'll
0: cross-talk with Carmen and Yurko in two minutes.
4: Chicago's home for sports, Black and Abdallah. Chicago